This sparking mini movie review contains adult language, mature situations, adaptations of adaptations of adaptations, Rebel Wilson being a producer, fun animated openings, and no cameos by the original stars. Listener discretion is advised. Sparking mini movie review, The Hustle. Hello, welcome to an episode of the Sparking Mini Movie Review. This is your Hosan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? And Greta. Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Sparking Mini Movie Review. Our very quick and easy review of films that have recently come out within the last X amount of months. And, uh, well, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparking.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Apple Music, Apple, iTunes... And all those other things. Just type in Spark and I guarantee you'll find us somewhere. So, with that in mind, we're talking about a film which was directed by Chris Addison, a stand-up comedian who the most recent thing he directed was Veep. This is produced by Roger Burnham and Rebel Wilson. It was a story by Stanley Shapiro, Paul Henning, and Dale Launer. And this is a remake of a film which came out in 1988. Which is a remake of a film which came out in 1964. So, I think it's still going to come out in 8 or 12, which would have made sense if it was 4, 8, and 12. Right? Sure. Or it'd be 22 at this point, so it should come out in 2012. But, yes, uh, this is a film that is known as The Hustle, which came out on May 10th, 2019. A 94-minute runtime. It's a film which has been in kind of development hell for a little bit of time. And this was a reimagining, a female-centered remake of a film from 1998 called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which starred... Michael Caine and Steve Martin. We actually reviewed this in the Sparkin Motion Picture Review Episode 2. You can check it out. It's been within the last couple of months. So you can actually listen to our review of it and our thoughts about it. And in that one, we actually talked about that it's a remake of a film from 1964 called Bedtime Stories, which starred David Niven and Marlon Brando. And we talked about how we felt that David Niven was the stronger person as opposed to and Marlon Brando who would have been swapped by... Uh, Steve Martin. Now, this film stars Anne Hathaway, Rebel Wilson, Alex Sharp, Dean Norris, and several other actors, including Ingrid Oliver and Emmy Davis, and Tim Blake Nelson in a super small role. And this is the same concept as all the other ones, even verbatim, just like all the other ones. Some of the scenes are line for line, and that is, um, well, it's... The story of two con artists named Josephine and Penny. They're from two so- two opposite sides of the roads. Uh, Josephine by Anne Hathaway is... Kind of awesome. She's the, um, I would say, the proficient elite con artist. Sophisticated. She's able to pull cons in a very unique way. And then on the other hand, you have Penny, played by Rebel Wilson... Who is what she thinks is professional. She's she thinks she's crushing it, but she's small potatoes compared to. And they end up meeting on a train in the French Riviera going to uh, Bon Semer, same country. Oh, fun fact, this film does not credit the original film, even though the in the end of the film you see was written by Stanley Shapiro, the original creator of the series. I felt that was kind of a bit of a snob towards the other people but that's neither here nor there because they do use all the the same dialogue for it but they end up meeting altercations happen penny finds out that josephine is a con artist and she ends up blackmailing her into teaching her to be the best she can be and it 
kind of works. Yeah. But Josephine ends up screwing over Penny. Penny leaves the house, but not the area, and it becomes a competent make a bet. They're gonna they're going to con someone, and the person who wins the con ends up getting the territory, and the other person leaves. And very similarly to the original, and they pick a random person. This time, it's not uh, the the soap queen. No, it is a rich tech whiz guy who made an app named Thomas Westberg. Also, unlike in the original one where it was the jackal, who was the mysterious con artist that they both think the other one is. No, this one it is Medusa, who stole not $10 million this year, a billion dollars. She crushed it. Yes. She or he, we don't really know. But... They, this is where things departure slightly from the original film. Because in the original two films, the the gimmick was that the Steve Martin, Marlon Brando character, the the quiet schlub pretended that he was in a wheelchair. He and It was a psychosomatic, he's in a wheelchair, which makes perfect sense. You can't really upgrade that. This film decided to make it that she is blind. And that's she's psychosomatically blind, and uh, I. How do you feel about that? I didn't like it, not one bit. I felt it was lazy. I thought they could have done so much more. That they could have gone with so many other diseases, so much other things. They could have other psychosomatic situations, but no, they picked that one, and. Well, we're not going to reveal how the movie ends, how it goes. It's just, suffice to say, they go with the original concept, but in this regard, it doesn't work, in my opinion, because the whole thing was, the original one was, the person they're trying to screw over gets the better of them. This happens, but it undermines the whole reasoning for the story, because this one, they start off with a motivation, like, Penny's motivation is that guys are jerks, so this is comeuppance on guys because guys are pieces of shit, and it should be that women could show that they're smarter. Same thing with Josephine. Josephine feels that men will never admit that a woman is smarter than them, and they could have gone with a very different route, and I think it would have been a much better film, but that's my feelings about it. Um, I think you thought differently? I really liked it. I felt like the... The story premise was spot on. I felt like they they really kind of owned up to the cheesiness of the secondary con artist. You know, so Reverend Wilson was annoying and, I don't want to say incompetent, but, you know, a little much. As people would say, she's like extra. You know, she's just a little too... She also focused way too much on fat jokes. She could, she's known to be funny. She could have done other things besides fat jokes, but just kept no fat jokes in her tits. It's part of the shtick of the guy, of the secondary character being annoying. But I thought, like, the costumes were on point. The women looked spectacular or spectacularly over the top. I thought they were um, very sweet at times, very silly. I thought it was a nice play that, you know... Who's better of a con artist than a woman? Um, 
I really liked it. Okay, especially the costumes. I loved that they, you know, used the original house that all, so all three films stayed true to, you know, being in the original house and they didn't stray too far because I think it's one of those, like, it, Ocean's Eleven movies that you could do over and over and over again. It was the, the hotel was the same. The hotel was the same spot on. It wasn't the house. It was the hotel it was the same. Oh, the house was the same too. That's the same cliff. Well, we, well, I don't, Anyway. And it's epic. I will say that I'm not gonna say like the the one gag that uh, the one issue that a lot of other reviewers had because this this has been reviled by reviewers so far they have been taking a lot of offense with it and one thing that I do agree with a lot of reviewers is that there's a natural cutoff point for this film that the other two films took with them. This film decided to add an epilogue to put a running joke from the beginning of the film at the end, and I feel that they didn't need to do that. They really didn't. The running joke. They could have ended it there and it would have been, I think, a good ending. I think the movie's meant to be a little bit cheesy. Eh, well. I liked it better than Zan. Uh, yes, yeah, she liked it better than Zan, and it's not, it's not because cause both of them are accomplished actresses. I just think that this is... Because the other thing is they were both... Now, this the characters are supposed to be fighting over, you know, who's better. But there are scenes like they're... It's almost like at times they're acting in two different movies where they're both the stars filming at exactly the same time. And it came off not as harmonious as... Well... As the original. The sequel, there was less harmony, but I don't know. That's just me being nitpicking. I will say that the story behind it, where this was originally had a completely different title before when it was being shopped around 2016, and that they completely changed it, that's really fascinating because originally this title for this film was not supposed to be The Hustle. Originally it was Nasty Women. But then that There's phrase... There's so many ways you can take nasty. That, that phrase was changed at a certain time. It, its connotations changed so they couldn't use it. That's about right. I think that I would have picked a different title for it, maybe. I think instead of The Hustle. Oh, I don't know. I like The Hustle. Like Con Women or just, well, either way. So, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this... Uh, I say really, really, really fucking cool. And she actually said it without bleeping it, so you know she really does like it. I I'm going to have to give this... Worth watching on TV or DVD or stream at once. Like, get it on a bargain sale, watch it on a matinee, just watch it. And if you've never seen the other ones before, you may find it very enlightening and endearing. If you've seen the original and the remake, you're going to be like, this is the same thing. So, that's it. It's, it's, a, it's a unique film. It's just... It's just... Yeah. I say watch it. I will say, though, that this film was had a rough opening anyway because it opened up alongside Detective Pikachu and it opened up with Avengers Endgame, so... Yeah. Well, obviously people are going to watch Avengers Endgame. And Detective Pikachu, which made money. And also Tolkien made money. Uh, but, anyway, we digress. Uh, let us know what you think at sparkin.gmail.com. Email us, and we hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you guys enjoyed the... Um, this review we have a lot more coming up because we have a bunch of other movies coming out 
we're going to be talking about, including some involving giant lizards, some involving people in costumes, and then maybe one even involving a bunch of period piece people who are being visited by a monarch of some sort. And then a nice gentleman who's a former, would you say, chief of the house? Yeah. So, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. This is Zan. And Greta. We're gone. We'll catch you guys next time. women when con artists I'm a babe, I'm a this would take money from small-minded men damn it you let her get away trashy dress you did it again he's the mark he's a tech millionaire Aye, blind person here. if this person would just scoot over would you mind sir sir release the peasant she must mean pheasant don't worry darling he's a terrible shot I may have been a bit of a bitch when we first met. Oh. And when I posted this.